Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, Your Best Self, by Kids for All. My name is Joy, and this is my co-host, Roy. Hi guys, we we have, yes, we have rhyming names, and we've been in the same class since kindergarten. Don't make fun of us. Today we are going to talk about strategies of how to have a great mindset and be happy. We have tips on how to deal with anxiety, stress, and self-criticism. We have our first guest today. Welcome, Weston. Hi. I've noticed that so many people deal with having a fixed mindset. They're not able to do hard things, or at least they don't believe in themselves. Somebody with a fixed mindset might say, I'm bad at math. Someone with a growth mindset would say, I'm not good at it yet. I like that. I need to work on that myself. A fixed mindset is not a good habit to have because it makes you vulnerable to giving up easily or it can even make you disbelieve in yourself. I wouldn't want that to happen. That's right. There are many strategies to cope with this, though, such as taking a deep breath and telling yourself you can do it. This is a great thing to do when you feel stressed out. The biggest thing to remember is a Take a breath and remember that if you don't have it yet, you'll definitely get there if you don't give up. I really like that. I think that's a really smart way to um, to change your growth mi- mind to change your mindset into a growth mindset. Next up, we have Eve in the studio with us to teach us a, um, to to teach us how to deal with perfectionism. Um, Eve, uh, what is one way you cope with perfectionism? Well, one way that I cope with self-perfectionism is affirmations, like saying in the mirror, I am good enough, or I am beautiful, or handsome for you boys. But let's start by defining perfectionism. Perfectionism is when someone thinks they need to be perfect. Well, you might not think this is true, but no one is actually perfect. I used to think my grades always needed to be perfect because I was used to my grades being really good. And so even when I got an A-, I got super upset. But then I tried affirmations, and it worked, and it got rid of that nasty feeling in my self-attitude. Nobody's perfect. Thanks for the tip, Eve. Next up, we have our friend, Emily. Hello. I'm here to talk about how I stay happy. I have four tips. Awesome. What are they? I close my eyes and take a deep breath. Sometimes I criticize myself and feel like I'm a terrible person. To get rid of those thoughts, I identify each part of me and a few good things about it. Like my legs support me, and if I didn't have them, I couldn't jump around and play. That's really cool. I also take a deep breath and smile anyway. These things help me stay happy and feel good. If any of these help you, continue to use them. Before you know it, the world will seem like a better place. That is a really great way to feel happy and good. As I like to say, fake it till you feel it. Did you know that smiling, even when you fake it, makes your body feel happier? Our friend Mitzi has a strategy to help us with her stress. This is a mindfulness strategy that helps you get out of your head when your thoughts are racing. Here's how to do it. Step one, find five things that you can see. Step two, find four things that you can feel. Step three, find three things that you can hear. Step four, find two things that you can smell. Step five, find one thing that you can taste. I feel like using this strategy is good because noticing your surroundings can help ground you. I'll use an example of a time I could use this. 
I'm in a store getting a gift for a friend. I'm going to her birthday party after this. I look around scanning the shelves because I'm anxious that she won't like any of the things I will get her. I start breathing heavily and squeeze my dad's arm. But then I remember the five senses strategy. I can see toys, toys everywhere. I see books, clothes, my dad, and people looking at all sorts of things. I feel my dad's arm, the floor that I'm currently walking on, my clothes that I'm gripping to, and my hair swaying along my shoulders as I walk. I hear kids yelling, my footsteps, and the cashier register beeping. I smell freshly baked bread and dozens of perfumes. I taste the strawberries I ate for lunch. Sometimes in life I worry a lot, and I could definitely try that. Thanks for teaching me, Mitzi. Hey, Katrina, I hear you have some ideas on how to deal with self-criticism. Ever felt like you're not good enough? Well, that's called self-criticism. Self-criticism thoughts are like, I'm not good enough, I'm the worst, I should have done it right, or stuff like, I really disappointed them, they're going to hate me, they will never like me again. That's a good thought, because I think a lot of people have that problem every day. What do you, what do, you do about it? Here's a trick I use to get rid of self-criticism. I call it, I am, though. This is a trick I came up with for thinking positive thoughts. Here is how it works. 1. Take a self-criticism thought, for example, I am not good enough, replace it with a positive thought like I am good enough, or I am good at drawing though. Great trip tip, Katrina. Next, spend s- some time thinking about some of your good qualities. That's it. Have fun yeeting and deleting self-criticism. I love it. You really got to yeet and delete that self-criticism. Self-criticism can make you worry that you're not good enough. I have a good tip about worrying. Roy, what are some things you worry about? I I worry about being sad when my brother leaves on I worry about being sad when my brother leaves on a mission. Yeah, that's a big deal. Here's how I handle my worries. Ask yourself, is it happening right now? If not, then why worry? Deal with things when they happen. One time, my mom was on a plane with her friend. My mom started to worry. Her friend asked if she was worried about the plane crashing. My mom said yes. Then the friend said, is the plane crashing right now? My mom replied, no. Her friend said, then why worry? Only worry when something bad is actually happening. That will help a lot. This story helps me day after day. Another thing you ask is, can I control it? If you can't, if you can't, um, then don't worry about it. There's nothing you can do, um, do about it anyway. For sure. Hey, Josie, I heard you learned about a technique called avoiding the second arrow. Can you tell us about what it is? For sure. The first arrow is a problem that is thrown at a person. The second arrow is how the person handles the problem. The first arrow, you don't get to choose how it's happening. However, you do get to choose how you respond to the problem. Someone had told me, why do you over-exaggerate over every little thing? I said back, I don't. I got mad at them and didn't handle what had happened very well. Instead of getting mad at them, I could have listened to what they were telling me and tried to figure out why they had said that. Amazing advice, Josie. A lot of people could use that, especially me. I also wanted to remind you that everyone has something special about themselves. There's a saying that says, no one is good at everything, but everyone is good at something. Instead of comparing yourself to others, you could think everyone has a talent and so do I. 
I like that quote, Josie. Next up, we have Cole, C-O-L-E, and Cole, C-O-A-L. They are here to teach us more about grit. What is grit? Grit means not giving up and being mentally tough when things are hard. What story do you have about grit? Well, when I was a little kid, about three years old, we had a pool in my backyard, but I didn't know how to swim. When I started learning how to swim, I wasn't a strong swimmer, but I kept working on it. Each time I went to the pool, I'd make myself swim 50 laps back and forth each time. Then I could swim faster and stronger. Do you have some tips um, on how to use um, grit in, in, in your every li- everyday life? Yes. First, say, I can't do it yet. Second, have a growth mindset at all times and be positive. Third, encourage yourself and others to keep going. Fourth, just practice one thing at a time instead of trying to practice everything at the same time. Thanks, Coles. You guys rock. Like Cole. Since we've been learning about the mindset and the brain, we have some guys to teach you facts about the brain. Logan and Rhett. Did uh, you know that 60% of the brain is made of fat? That's pretty cool. Another fact is that the brain is not entirely finished forming until the age of 25. That's crazy. Did you know that brain information can travel at 268 miles per hour? Yeah. And your brain's capacity is considered virtually limitless. That's cool. Did you... Did you also know a brain freeze is actually called a sphenopolitan ganglionergia? Putting uh, your tongue on the roof of your mouth helps a brain freeze. Awesome. I think, think it's cool that the human brain can generate about 23 watts of power. That's enough power to power a light bulb. Thanks for joining us on the one, the only, your best self.